This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language and is intended for adults. Listener discretion is advised. dark angry birds hole an angry birds hole yeah are you still playing angry birds 2 yep i leveled up my birds then they're leveled up pretty good and whenever i'm done with the stage i get three stars and i get like seven million points that's what i've done at work like whenever i get downtime i just play angry birds and like whenever i poop when people would think maybe that's probably when i'm watching like pornhub or something i'm actually playing angry birds too and, um, so not researching for this show? No, unless the next topic is Angry Birds 2. <laughs> I don't know how we can squeeze that into our tiny frame of whatever it is we do. I even I even passed up a... Because uh, you know how like when you play it and you go from level to level, you see your friend's profile pictures on like, where they are? I've been playing for a while, and there's my, one of my Facebook friends who's always way ahead of me. And today I surpassed my Facebook friend and literally out loud in the store, uh, I was like, gotcha, bitch, and left left her in the dust. Would you like to say who that Facebook friend was? No, I'm not going to say that. You're not going to call her out? No. You're not going to shame her? Nope. Nope. It's just whenever, when you, you know who you are, and when you log back on to your, your, your Angry Birds thing, you're going to be like, damn, he sent, he sent me like three gifts, because I, I send gifts to our kid, and I send gifts to... Her, because she's the only one that still like plays, you know. Like when you get the free gift, uh-huh. give to a friend, give to a Facebook friend. So man, I got like thirty gifts from Billy. Holy shit! And then he's like, "Damn, he's got like seven million points." Oh my god! Today was a good day. So you've been sucking your dick today. Sucking my dick today. Sucking your own dick, because you're doing so awesome. Well, yeah, I'll pat myself on the back. Nobody Do else you- does. You want me to pat you on the back? I didn't no, know how you were doing anymore. Angry Birds not, No, too. if I have to guilt some asshole into doing it, then it's not worth it. This is the first I've heard of it. I don't want your pat on the back. You're not guilting me. Fuck your pat on the back. Fine. Intro the show. Fuck your pat on the back. Intro the show. I'm going to fucking play Angry Birds. Hi, guys. It's Martinis and the Macabre. The podcast where Erica drunkenly discusses morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhems. William Matthew Jones on Facebook. Come find me. We can all play like Angry Birds together. I'll send and you Billy gifts. likes to play Angry Birds too. I don't know what that is. <gasps> I don't play Angry Birds too. I have Angry Birds Pop. You guys should see him. He's like grooving to it. Oh, okay. All right, that okay. that's enough. Let's tone it down. Guess what I'm doing? Later. Simmer down. Who put a nickel in you? Okay. So yeah, Martinis and the Cobb. Let's do your show. Yeah, let's do my shit for a little while, just a little bit. And if we sound different, it's because of our. New microphone. I don't know if it sounds better, worse. Look, guys, a microphone. But now Billy and I can talk and actually face each other instead of huddling around one little round microphone hanging off of an arm. I don't like it. I'm quitting the podcast. Fuck you. Bye. We'll see if Angry Birds is hiring. (laughs) 
I've heard tell that people like the mini-sodes where I'm by myself. So I'll just fucking continue alone. There's nothing in my eye. I'm fine. (laughs) So, we got a grisly one for you guys tonight. And I'm probably going to butcher some names. You know, I actually started reading this one. This guy's a real dick. Yeah. He's really bad. Yeah. He's really bad. He's not good at all. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm still getting over my sinus infection, upper respiratory infection thing. So I'm still a little stuffy, still a little raspy, not quite as tipsy. I'm sure you guys probably picked up on that on the last one. I'm a little more level-headed. She took off her clothes and ran down the road. We were ashamed as a family. I did not. What you don't remember. I danced in front of the window, not run down the road. Yeah. Then you woke up in your bed with your pants on backwards because I had to catch you yep. running yep. down the road yep. naked. I ran right into him. Ran right into who? The pants. No, I had to put them back on you because you were running naked. And I ran into... That That was... I ran into the pants. That's just... I hate you. Just drink your fucking drink. Drink yours. Okay. All right. So... Like I said, I will probably butcher some names, much like this man butchered his victims. Tonight we are going to talk about Anatoly Olnoprienko. Bless you. The Terminator. (laughs) Or the Beast of Ukraine or Citizen Zero. I like the last one. Seems more... But I like the Terminator. Yeah, that's great. I like the last one because it sounds creepy and ominous. You're creepy and ominous. If I said that right. That wasn't even a name you butchered. That was just regular words. I like words. They don't like you. So, Anatoly Onoprienko, if you haven't heard, is a Ukrainian serial killer who confessed to killing 52 people after being arrested in 1990... Blah, blah, blah. That's a year. Mm-hmm. 1996. The year of our Lord. Um... <laughs> When did Terminator come out? 82. Two, two, two. I don't... I was thinking like 84. Terminator 2. Oh, Terminator 2? Yeah. Um, 92, I want to say. Did they give him the Terminator nickname after that? He was caught in 96. Maybe. I don't like Terminator. What? The nickname. I don't like it. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. No, no, I was no, like, no. get the fuck out. No, 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 no. Beast of Ukraine is pretty good. Bit wordy. Citizen Zero, though, I like it. Well, the majority of people called him the Terminator, so we're going to refer to him as Terminator. But feel free to refer to him as Citizen Zero if you'd like. If you don't want to say Anatolion Prienko. I'll just just say Annie. You're going to call him Annie? That's probably his nickname. Mm -hmm. I won't be surprised. Either that or that weird kid. (laughs) Who I think might kill people someday. (laughs) Well... When I was researching this, I came across so many different sources that had so many conflicting details as far as who was murdered and when they were murdered. Bottom line, they all broke down to 52 people, but every place I looked had something different on to how and when and where and yeah, just know that he killed a lot of fucking people, but most of the information that I'm going to be relaying tonight, um, I took from a documentary that you can actually find on YouTube. Um, I believe it was a biography episode, which is kind of strange. I didn't know biography did episodes on serial killers, um, but they do, and you can find it on YouTube. And uh, every other source, internet, books, everything that I've read says something completely different. So this is just... What I'm gleaning, because I assume Biography would probably do a pretty good job at resourcing all of their information. Nah, they've called me asking for fucking advice. And I'm like, I'm at work. Really? And they're like, sir, Arts and Entertainment Channel, we need we need to speak with you. And I'm like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> and? They were like, I could hear like him talking away from the receiver, like, this guy's a fucking moron. And then they just hang up. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mayor's office, too. Really? It's unrelated. Does the president call you? No, no. Well, 
I don't know. I block a lot of numbers because I don't pay a whole lot of bills. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I should probably check. <laughs> We're just going to assume the president's calling. Well, do you know for certain that he's not going to call in the next 10 minutes? Can you say 100% to a certainty? I can't say, but it's okay. highly, highly unlikely. In your opinion. He would be stupid to call one of us. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so, yeah. So I'm going to go off. Do you off. think when he talks on the phone, he sticks his finger up when he talks? He does that a lot when he talks. Do you think he deep breathes and clears his throat? And, like and every says, time, grab him by the pussy! And every time you talk, he's like, wrong. <laughs> wrong. 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 <laughs> Fake news. So... I'm going to base most of my information off of that documentary, but it's basically the same stuff, just maybe at different times or different methods. I had nothing to do with this documentary. This one. You weren't involved in this one. No, they tried. So what other ones have you been involved in? Well, if I say now, I'll kind of ruin it. And then I was, dude, I was trying to put together like a mixtape for like Christmas and we could all watch it together. A mixtape that we can watch together. Yeah. I'm the future. Erica, go. All right. So, born in the village Lasky in Zatomir Oblast, if I'm saying that right. You had to put put Ukrainian stank on it, too. Yeah. On July 25th of 1959, he was the younger of two sons. His brother, Valentin, was 13 years older. His father, Yuri, had been a decorated soldier in World War II, but had become an alcoholic and abusive. Sounds about right. When Anatoly was four, now some sources say one year, I'm going to go with four. And I, I'm going to go with it really doesn't matter. <laughs> his mother died and he was given to grandparents and one of his aunts to care for, which they did for several years. At the age of seven, though, he was handed over to an orphanage in the village of Prividno. Sound good? Whatever, yeah. Yep. Tomato, tomato. Mm-hmm. He always resented the fact that he had been given away, but his older brother was allowed to stay. Now, I do want to make note that if he was seven at this time and his brother was 13 years older, his brother would have been fucking grown. So I don't know where he's got all this resentment from, but he seems to feel that his brother put him up for adoption and his brother was a fucking adult. I can see that. I I can see where it's like, damn, nobody wants me. Even my own brother won't take me in. Yeah, and I don't understand why between two grown adults, the father and the brother, why couldn't they take care of him? Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't excuse anything that he does, but I can understand resentment and... I, for, with me, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't re- be resentful. I'd be really depressed. I'd really have low self worth if it was if it was me. I'd feel like trash. I'd feel like just trash on the other side. Yeah, we're a happy, fun podcast. Yeah. Well, Anatoly was shy, but managed to make friends and adjust to his situation. At the age of fourteen, he enrolled at a college of forestry. The fuck does that mean? I read that today. What? He likes to learn about trees that's a thing huh i don't i guess is that a trade school i think so he also took an interest in sports but his interest in education began to slip teachers became concerned by anatoly's destructive behavior within the next few years as he had begun drinking vodka as you would expect damn annie smoking and stealing annie's kind of cool vodka right now ukraine 14, drinking vodka, smoking, and stealing. Shit. Don't get on Annie's bad side. We learn that later, too. Don't, you know. Yeah. But still, like, Annie's the man. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> you just said Annie's the man. Well, at that point, yeah. Because <laughs> there'd be, like, people in the corner, like, watching him, like, damn, he's sitting there chugging vodka, smoking cigarettes. He just pickpocketed a dude around the corner. I seen it. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn, he don't give a fuck. And he's like, man, he probably wouldn't, man. His dad don't want him. His brother don't want him. His grandma's aunt, they don't fucking want him. Yeah, fuck it. He don't care. What would you do if you went to the University of Forestry? Forestry. My cousin, he went to the fucking 
University of Elevator Repair. He don't give a fuck either. University of Phoenix. There's nothing wrong with the University of Phoenix. I didn't say there was. Oh, okay. They teach you how to be a flaming bird. Phoenix is... What's the, what's the plural? Phoenix eye? I don't think there is a plural. I think it was just the one phoenix. Well, I'm just asking, like, what's the plural of phoenix? Listeners, go. <laughs> Homework! <laughs> I don't know. And now Billy's going to sit here and ponder over this for the rest of the show. No, I'm not. So Anatoly has... Billy pulls out his tablet. He left school at the age of 17 and joined the military. Some sources say Army, some say Navy. I would be more inclined to say Navy, where he received firearms training, of course. And once he was discharged, he took a job on a cruise ship in the harbor of Odessa, which is why I was thinking Navy. He quickly became skillful at stealing money from guest cabins. Phoenixes. Okay. All right. Phoenixes, listeners. Got you guys off the hook. I took care of I did the dirty work for you. <laughs> Ooh, thanks. Guess who's doing the heavy lifting around here? Really? Man. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank God we had you. Yep. Erica, yeah. go. Yep. He met a waitress and they dated for three years before she became pregnant. He left life on the cruise ship for his budding family. But he also around this time was reportedly a patient at an outpatient mental health facility where he had been diagnosed as schizophrenic. Anatoly grew restless with family life, and he suddenly left his girlfriend and their child, never attempting to make contact with them again. He felt that he had a unique destiny, and that being an orphan had been part of that predetermined destiny. And you would think he would stick around. Like, if it was me, I would do everything in my ability not to make my kid an, an orphan if I grew up an orphan. You'd think. But if he's schizophrenic, he's lost touch with reality, and that probably doesn't cross the line. Just let you know, I'm a good guy, guys. Anatoly said, quote, I've been chosen to fulfill a mission. She's doing it again. In a way, I feel related with Messia, the hero from the Russian author. I'm not going to do that because that just sounds French. I've been chosen to fulfill a mission. In a way, I feel related with Messer. The hero from the Russian author Bulkagal's book. He was evil, and so am I. I did what I had to do. Kill people. I don't know anyone any more explanation to my victims, their families, and the police. Through the 1980s, Anatoly searched for his, quote, calling while thieving to pay his way along. Around 1989, the USSR was collapsing. Economics were hit hard. And there was turmoil in the country, making his crimes easier to get away with. This is when simple theft turned to murder. Now, this was in the documentary, but I could not find it in any of the other sources. He allegedly broke into his landlady's house to loot it, but she came in during the act. He panicked, killed her, and fled. But he was never suspected of the crime. You know, I wonder if it was so bad in, in Russia where, like... The, the economy was hit so hard whenever they found a murder person. They're like, you know, Ivan, I'm guessing somebody's named Ivan. Like, Ivan, this is one less fucking mouth to feed. Just Yeah. This was a pretty bad time. You know, the wall was falling and everybody was like, hey, the wall's falling. But inside was pretty bad. So, although the documentary lists this as his first kill, I'm not absolutely certain that it is. Because I couldn't find it anywhere else, but I can't imagine A and E just making some shit up. Oh, but. Man, when he was fucking drinking vodka, smoking cigarettes, and stealing, he was killing it. That's it. That's all I got. That's that's it. He was killing it. Yeah. He was killing it. Yeah. You so you're right. That wasn't the first time he killed. He was killing it the whole time. Was he baller, yo? Not quite, but he was getting there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
He began robbing houses with a partner, Sergei Rogozin. One night when they were driving back from a trip to Russia, they spotted a car pulling a trailer. They swerved in front of the other car to get it to stop, and Anatoly jumped out with a shotgun. While Sergei thought the two would just rob the stopped vehicle, Anatoly went up and asked the driver to roll down the window and then shot the driver and his wife without any warning. He buried the bodies, torched the car, and threatened harm to Sergei's family if he didn't keep quiet. These murders made Anatoly feel important and powerful, and he wanted to do it again. And again he would, many times over. Kaiser Soze shit. Less than just a month later, Anatoly killed another couple in their car while Sergei stood watch. And cried. Probably. I don't like this. I don't like this. (laughs) I don't like this. Then in late 1989, he ambushed another vehicle carrying a couple with an 11-year-old boy sleeping in the back. And he shot them all. He burned their bodies in a ditch. And then the murders just stopped, it seemed. For six years, Anatoly traveled around Europe, and no murders have been attributed to him during this time. But would he have just stopped? Anatoly would only admit to one robbery during this time period, but no murders. I would think that somebody who killed people within a succession period of less than a month probably wouldn't stop over a six-year period. Just my thought. Yeah, you'd think you'd just keep on trucking. Yeah, you'd think. He returned to the Ukraine in 1995, and by this time, the USSR had collapsed, and Ukraine was independent, but with a police force that wasn't well-formed or trained yet. This so made, it's just a bunch of dudes hanging out. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to go get some bad guys today. Want a donut? Olaf, they gave me pepper spray. Yep. That's, That's it. about it. That's cooler water cooler talk <laughs> right there. Well, of course, this made getting away with murder pretty easy. All of the previous murders were now cold cases that no one was investigating because they were like six years old. He moved from town to town and robbed a relative of one of his shotguns. He sawed off the barrel so the shots would really count. He, he wanted to make that impact. Well, I mean, if he sawed off the barrel, I don't think that really changes anything with how the, the round is it's a shotgun. It's 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 how close you are to the person. So the only reason you would do that is for better concealment and to get closer. But I mean, if it's a twelve gauge shotgun round, it's still a twelve gauge. If it's sawed off, I don't know if it would. I don't think it would make it a super gun or anything. Well, he thought it would. Oh, well, and that's what he did. That's all that matters. You know, if you believe, you can achieve. That's right. He just imagineered it. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. Ingenuity. In the winter of 1995, he went to Odessa, and this was where he'd gotten the job on the ship. He broke into a home belonging to a 70-year-old woman. He shot her and set the house on fire after taking what he wanted. He really likes setting shit on fire. He does. And shooting people. (laughs) Just four days later, he traveled to Malin. He somehow came across a couple having sex in their car... And shot them both. Oh, at least let him finish. Nah. He ended up finishing the driver off with a knife since the shot hadn't killed him. So much for that sawed-off shotgun and making those shots really count. Yeah, how'd that work out for you, Rocket? Stupid. Once again, he torched the vehicle after driving it, with the corpses still in it, to a secluded area. While living in Yavariv, Anatoly was introduced to hairdresser Anna Kossak, a divorced mother of two around this time. Within weeks, they were a couple, and Anatoly moved in. To hide his constant movements, he told Anna he was a traveling salesman, so it wasn't suspicious when he left for days at a time. Except for when he comes home with not that much money, smelling like gunpowder (laughs) and gasoline, because we know he likes fire. (laughs) He began to have a pattern to his killing. He would go to a house and make noise to draw the man out of the house. He would then shoot the man, go inside and shoot the wife, and then go room to room shooting and killing the children until the entire household was dead. In some of these cases, using an axe or strangling. 
He traveled then again to Malin, where large families often lived together, in the winter of 1995. On December 24th, Christmas Eve, Anatoly approached the Zachinko house. And Ooh, that was good. Thanks. Look at you over here. Talking and stuff. Walking, talking, doing mm-hmm. things. He climbed a ladder to peer in a window and then shot a double-barrel shotgun through the glass, killing the father and his three-year-old son. Jeez. He then climbed in the window and searched for others in the home, which is when he came across Mrs. Zachinko and stabbed her to death and then strangled their three-month-old baby. They must have been listening to really loud music, seeing as shotguns and shattered glass make sound. She was, And he's like, oh, you know, like he came across her. What was she doing? She probably... Beats by Dre wasn't out yet, so... She was probably going to investigate the sound. And as he left the room, he ran into her. And was like, hey, what's up, Mr. Senko? Kerboom. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I killed your husband and son. And she was like, Ermagerd. Ermagerd. I think that's exactly how it went, actually. Yep. Verbatim. Look it up. Read a book, people. God damn. Yeah. We have smart, awesome, beautiful listeners. We do. I was I was joking, people. That was a joke. Point your rage to her, not me. We could be friends on Facebook and play Angry Birds. Mm. Angry Birds. Erica. Okay. As per usual, in this case, he set the house on fire to cover his tracks. I know. You didn't have to say that. You should be like, guess what he did next? Onoprienko couldn't contain himself and couldn't wait until the new year. He struck again on New Year's Eve. He traveled to the village of Bratkovici, telling Anna it was a business trip. That sounds like a soup. You sound like a soup. <gasps> Do-re-mi? You. Bratkovici. Bratkovici. Slightly chilled. Room temperature. The beef one, not the lamb. Right? Sure. Sure, dude. Sounds delicious. Does it? (laughs) As Anatoly wandered the streets, he came across a local man whom he asked for money. Anatoly later stated, quote, He cursed at me when I asked for money. I asked for some money a second time. He swore at me again. If he cursed at you the first time, fucking walk away. I shot him in the back near the heart. Never mind. I pulled him to the side of the road. I searched him, took his money, keys, and took off his clothes. Why he took off his clothes? I don't fucking know, but uh, he did. I don't know, but you know, during the interview or whatever, the interviewer was like, "What?" And then you set him on fire, and he's like, "No, not this time." And he's like, "What? <laughs> really?" He's like, "No, that's why I stripped him down so you wouldn't find any fibers." <laughs> you, you set him on fire, right? No, I just took his clothes. God, Annie, you're always doing some weird shit, aren't you? <laughs> Can't just shoot a person and leave him be. Your you mo gotta... is to have no mo. <laughs> Ooh, what's that from? Anybody? Anybody? What's that from? Bueller. No. Bueller. Oh, no. It's from Apocalypse Now. They said your methods have become unsound. What do you think of my methods? He said, I don't see any method at all. Great movie. Watched it the other night. It was awesome. All right. My dossier edition got stolen by my platoon sergeant in Iraq. Stolen? Can I borrow it? And then he's like, I'm going home, guys. So he didn't really steal it. He just didn't give it back. Yeah. And you didn't say, hey, before you go, can I get my movie back? Typical wife. Turn around and make it my fault. How many movies did you lose in Iraq? That was a good one. I took good care of it that time. A lot of them just got damaged by the sand. That one I really took care of because it came in a cool dossier package and stuff. I was really happy with that one. Yeah, I'm aware. And it was a gift. I loved it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's a cool guy. He's a sergeant first class. Why wouldn't he take care of it? Then why didn't you go, hey, sergeant first class. I should. Can I have my movie back before you go? I'll find that motherfucker on fucking Facebook. Do it. I'm going to be like, guess who, Do bitch? It. And he's going to be like, Jones, how you been? I missed you. And I'll be like, aw. <laughs> Still got that movie? <laughs> <laughs> hey, aw, that's sweet. I was just Can talk- I have my fucking movie? I was just talking to my friend about you and how much I admire you. Aw. I had one person recently say that he did miss me. My sergeant who was like the uh, in-, in-, in charge Did he of- say... I really need to find him so I can give him his movie back. No, he was like, I missed how crazy you were. And I was like, I wasn't that bad. He was like, remember that time you started cussing on the radio and we had a colonel in the truck with us? 
And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Because we were waiting to leave to go on a convoy, and we were taking him. He was like a little VIP we were escorting. You fucking cuss? What? I know. So we have a colonel in the truck. Colonel! Usually you have to mind your P's and Q's. But I was sitting there in the turret behind the 50 Those cow. P's and Q's can go fuck themselves. Dude, tell him. Tell him. You're calling shit. Warm out the God's ears. So I know there's a colonel there. And they're like, all right, um, we're going to be taking off in like five minutes. I'm like, okay. And like 10 minutes later, I'm like, what happened to that five-minute shit? And it was like, we're leaving in about five minutes. I said, you said five minutes 15 minutes ago. I was a sergeant. I'm not going to say his name. I was like, sergeant, this is some motherfucking bullshit. I fucking hate it here. This is fucking stupid. Who's in charge of these motherfuckers? And I heard the colonel, he was like, where are you from, soldier? I said, fucking Indiana. Can we go? <laughs> so, yeah, so, <laughs> and then, he, yeah, he mentioned it to me on Facebook. He said, that was the coolest shit I ever saw in my life. What'd the colonel do? Nothing. I spent he most was of, like, yeah, it is bullshit. I spent most of my time talking about how I wanted to open up a chicken restaurant. I really should have been watching the road. Probably. Okay. Maybe you wouldn't have hit all those goats. Oh. Boop, 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 boop. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Go ahead. That's continue. for another time. Yeah, that's a different time, different story for a different time. Let's get back on track. All right. Shortly after this incident, uh, while still wandering the streets, the same night, he shot a man hanging curtains through a window, just cause he was like, "Hey, he's trying to make his house look pretty." Bye. I bet you, his wife nagged him, and so he's like, "You know what? Fuck it." I'll go ahead and put him up, and then fuck, it got killed. I bet that's what happened. I'm or already... he was just like, you sit down and take it easy, honey. I'll hang the curtains. I doubt that's how it went. <laughs> I'm going to find her and write her a letter and blame her. No. Like, oh, are you happy now? No, because after it killed him, he made his way into the house and shot his wife dead. Along with her twin sister. Damn. You aren't going to find her. Somebody just saved... in a grave. Somebody just saved me some postage. Thanks, Annie. <laughs> that was so awful. <laughs> You're going to hell. That argument they had... That <laughs> argument they had went to the grave. Um, uh, <laughs> now they're hanging up curtain cheers in heaven. Oh. He proceeded to cut off the wife's finger in order to remove her wedding band. Wow, you, you picked a good one to say you're going to track down, huh? Man. With his thirst for murder quenched that night, he took a train back to Anna's. I can hope so. God damn it, anyway. And he then proposed with the ring he had stolen from the dead woman's <laughs> finger. Anna, I love you so much. I want you to be my wife. Here is this ring. I really slaved to get it for you. You think? She's like, what's on there? And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. And he like took it and put it in his mouth and like cleaned it off like... There you go. You nice don't know how you. much blood, sweat, and tears went into getting you this ring. No, it better fit. It better fit. Yeah. While Anatoly's thefts became presents for his fiancée and her kids, keeping him in the image of a doting father figure and provider, often giving them, you know, radios or curtains. fucking wedding rings and curtains. What if Here, that's why he did it? I love you. What if that's why he did it? He just saw that and he's like, fucking curtains? And then she just fucking shot that guy. What mm. if he just really hates curtains? What if and Anna had cars? been nagging him to hang up the curtains and he was like, oh, fucking curtains! Yeah, probably. Yep. You're probably on the side. Was, he was misguiding his rage. Yep. You gotta channel it. Channel it the right way. This is not the right way. No. I, I would... As we are learning. Yeah. Police in Kiev finally started connecting some dots between the murders. You ever notice these motherfuckers keep getting burned? <laughs> Linking them you by think their... One, you think one cop thought he was a shit? He's like, it seems to me like these people get shot and then burst into flames. We have to send this up, guys. We have to get some <laughs> fucking answers here. Post-mortem spontaneous human combustion. That's a mouthful. Ooh. And I bet you're right. We should contact Joe Nickel. Yeah, we should. He's already weighed in on this. Well, they I'm waiting for you, Joe, anytime. <laughs> Patiently waiting. 23 episodes in. He's probably a really nice guy. Probably. Hey, Joe. What's, What's up? up? 
So, of course, like I said, police started linking the MOs. All were in rural villages and happened in the middle of the night. Whole families were shot with the same type of gun. And, or, and stabbed to death, which means that what connected them most of all... Or stabbed to death. Do you know what connects all them? What? Heart failure. <laughs> Number one cause of death. Number one. The silent killer. Mm-hmm. Or the very loud one that blasts through it'll, a window. It'll get you every time. In the end. Yep. Yep. And like I said before, some of these reports say that the children were strangled, some even butchered with an axe. I can't say definitively what each specific case was, but he did shoot, stab, strangle, or butcher them. So there's your options. I don't know what other ones there are, but those are the ones that I have. One was killed with kindness. Hmm. Yeah. He was Interesting. Like, he was like, no, you take my place in line. I really want the Big Mac. I'm really hungry, but you go ahead. You know what? This meal's on me. He's paying it forward. And she was like, motherfucker, and died. <laughs> While clutching her pearls. Yeah. <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, touch. You'd have to be to cry and call somebody a motherfucker with a smile on your face. You'd have to be really touched. It'd be me. <gasps> I'd be like, oh, you motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you guys, this one here. This fucker here. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he did all that shit. <laughs> and death by chocolate. And then burned everyone around him. You like Fire. But oddly enough, sucked at cookouts. Just oh. wasn't good at it. Tended to scorch the meat. He kept picking it up and sitting it down. Picking it up and sitting it you down. You gotta let it sit, man. You gotta let it sit, dude. Indirect heat's the best way. Whatever. Yeah. What do I know, right? It's the demon ghost that lives in my ear. Yeah. Hi. Hi. What's up? What's up? We're recording. Go away. I love you. I love you. Love you. Love you. I love you. Go away. Night phaser. Bye. Bye. I'll let you know when we're done. Okay. So you can continue staying in your I won't. Room. <laughs> <laughs> continue being a hermit. Carry on. Remember yesterday? Slightly retarded kid. Me? Was it me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, our kids are awesome. Oh. Okay, so when police got their shit together and was like, hey, <laughs> I got a strange feeling that these might be connected. And that, guys, is where you have in movies now where there's pictures everywhere and then there's red thread. He, he, they started it because all these deaths are on a wall and he's like, wait, <laughs> it's just detectives. String the <laughs> it was a mess until they got their heads out of their it asses. It was a group exercise to try and get themselves untangled. They had a rough go. Oh, I just got that visual in my head. <laughs> We're trying to connect it here, but Steve just can't get his shit together. Come on, Steve. Unravel. <laughs> <laughs> Uncover his mouth so he could breathe. God damn, Steve. Well, once they got their shit together. You're going to be in bed tonight. I'm going to hear you giggling. I'm going to be like, you're thinking about the string, aren't you? Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, they went out in droves, instructed to search out anything unusual or any potential suspect that could be roaming the streets. Rumors quickly spread in the villages, and people soon realized that there was indeed a serial killer. Now, police didn't want to scare people right away. So they were like, run! Run! <laughs> He's going to kill you! <laughs> set your shit on fire! And while they were saying that, they couldn't get their hands free because they were tingling up in yarn. <laughs> Cats followed him wherever, <laughs> wherever they went. <laughs> 
kittens, ma'am. This is serious. <laughs> we're talking about here. Oh, kittens. That's what they did. He knocked on their doors. I was like, yes, officer, can I help? Oh. <laughs> you gonna keep all... <coughs> you gonna keep all 27 of them? Can I have one? <laughs> ma'am, this Ooh. is serious. We need you to quit petting the cat. <laughs> Johnson, get the laser pointer. He's starting to scratch me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, anyway. Watch. We're going to be watching a movie, and he's, somebody's going to be connecting lines and shit, and we're just going to look at each other <laughs> and just start giggling like fucking morons. <laughs> well, they didn't want to scare anybody, but, of course, how it always does, details soon get leaked to the media. And, of course... They had to dub the serial killer with a name. The Terminator. Which is how it probably should have been. Serial killers nowadays, they kind of pick their own. You don't pick your own. Who's picked his own? Uh, BTK did. Yeah, that was um, back in the 70s. The Joker. Theater shooting in Aurora. He called himself the Joker. Okay, so that's probably why they said... We're going to call him the Joker. You don't do that, though. I don't think he was claiming his murders as the Joker, I'm though. I'm saying, like, the media picks your serial killer name. You, If you pick your serial killer name, that's the name that you shouldn't get. Snuggle Bunny? Ooh, that is a good one. Mm. Billy Snuggle Bunny Jones. Who thought of that? Yeah, okay. Shut your mouth, bitch. Bitch, you're talking to Snuggle Bunny. <laughs> Nobody talks to Snuggle Bunny that way. Nobody talks to Snuggle Bunny that way. <laughs> now everybody's wrapped up in red string now? Yep, you too. <laughs> now you just look like a penguin. Okay. In January of 1996, 18 more people were killed in a single month's time, followed by nine in February. That's a fucking lot. The body count, according to one source, was at this point up to 38. In one of the last attacks, he didn't set fire to the house because he realized that people try to come to help when there's a fire. But that meant that he left clues. He got sloppy. Which is usually how it goes. Holes and divots in the house were found to have only been created by a sawed-off shotgun. So police combed the surrounding villages looking for any information about someone with a sawed-off shotgun. In April of 1996, a concerned villager called police with a tip. He had seen a man trying to conceal just such a gun in his bag. Twelve, or some sources say twenty. Any case, a lot of fucking officers surrounded Anatoly and Anna's apartment on April 16th. Sorry, Anna. I bet she was confused as shit. And they cautiously moved in. Because, you know, that many cops. And, and cats. And cats. And all that yarn. They probably all had to come together. Because they were all fucking attached. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm finding this way too funny. They made it up to the apartment. And Anatoly attempted to dart for a gun when they entered, but they were able to safely take him into custody and the Terminator had been caught. Yeah, I bet you he, like, darted for a gun. The cop, like, moved his finger back and forth. He's like... And he's like, ah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-uh-uh. You know what I would... If I was the cop, you know what I'd do? As soon as he reached... Spray him with a water bottle. with a water No! No! Guess who the cat lady is, ladies and gentlemen. Guilty. If I was the cop, as Susie like reached for his gum, I'd be like, I'd be like, "Bitch, there's twenty of us." And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, really? No shit. We're outside. There's twelve or twenty of us. A lot of yarn. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of yarn. And Johnson is really having trouble with the crime scene tape. They have Johnson. Claws. Johnson, unwrap yourself." <laughs> Pick Johnson up. <laughs> Anna Prianko 
at first wouldn't talk to the police. He demanded that he speak to someone in charge. I can't remember if it was captain or colonel or whoever. But eventually, once that person was provided, he began admitting to all kinds of shit. 52 vicious murders in total. He gave details about shooting, stabbing, and strangling the victims. He talked about being sent to an orphanage and his, quote, destiny to kill. The chief was really mad because he was like, you know, fucking drag my ass out of bed. You could have you, you could have told Owen he's right there and he's got a fucking recorder. He could have just recorded this whole fucking thing and he could have played it for me later. It would have been totally fine. Yeah. I haven't even had my co- Johnson coffee! Just a second, sir. I'm caught. (laughs) Sir, I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Anatoly explained that the reason he killed the children is so they wouldn't be sent to an orphanage and have to live without a family. But I'm cool leaving my kid behind. Yep. Sounds a little bit like last episode's Jasmine Richardson when she killed her brother. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you did him a favor, huh? Yep. Sawed off. You were really looking out for him there, weren't you? Sawed off, wasn't it? Yep. And fire. And stabbing and strangling. And... <gasps> he did kill him with kindness. He did, in a way. Kind of. Aww. He confessed to 40 murders in just a three-month time span. Took him that long to talk about it. Is <laughs> fucking crazy that's like ted bundy crazy amount of numbers he also confessed to a further 12 people in 1989 you know six years prior before his clean era abroad which i still think is bullshit he probably killed all kinds of people and we don't know about it the word abroad can also be separated into two words meaning a lady Continue. ladies or broads a broad That's another term for us? Yeah, I think actually if you look it up in a dictionary, that's like slang for a woman. Pretty sure. Yeah, it's like derogatory slang. I'm just saying words. Broad. I'm just saying words. Yeah, you say a lot of words. Yeah, I'm a word guy. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I'm (laughs) one of them. Okay. Billy is a word guy. Shut up, broad. (laughs) Fuck you, dick. All you broads out there, listen up. (laughs) See, that's how I know I'm not a dick. I can't do it without laughing halfway Mm -hmm. through. Anatoly told the media, quote, I feel like a cross between a human and a robot. What? I thought it was a riddle. Oh. No. What do you get? Anatoly? (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) It's not funny at all. (laughs) I feel like a cross between a human and a robot. Most of my work was supposed to be done by robots. I consider myself an experimenter with myself and with other people. Whatever the fuck that means. In other words, he thinks he's Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, that works. How so? Well, the work that he does, a robot would do with trimming the hedges and everything. He is kind of part machine and part human. And he was kind of an experiment. Okay. I'm going to let that one slide. I think it was pretty goddamn but you're, brilliant. you're treading a thin line here, Billy. What's going to happen when I cross that line, Erica? I don't know yet. Well, okay. But you better watch your ass. Oh, I'm shaking in my boots. Holy shit. You don't shit. have boots on. Well, then I guess I'm not fucking shaking, am I? Crazy ass broad. Reach your paper. Oh! <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Oh, damn. Yep. Psychiatrist declared Anatoly competent to stand trial despite his strange ramblings. And on November 23rd, 1998, in Zitomir, the trial against the Terminator began. Onoprienko was escorted by 15 police officers to the courtroom and locked in a metal cage every day. And tied up with red string. (laughs) They're like, here, hold this. And they just spun him around. (laughs) His old robbing buddy, Sergey, stood trial while locked in the cage with Anatoly for a short time. And he was scared shitless. He was like, what the fuck is all this red yarn? He was probably like outside of his mouth like, help, help me. <laughs> he denied culpability and Anatoly surprisingly backed him up on everything, saying he wasn't complicit in any way. 
Despite that, Sergei was found guilty as an accessory and sentenced to 13 years in relation to the nine murders he had been with Anatoly for in 1989. Anatoly still had to face his own trial, though, for the remaining 43 murders, so the show went on for four months. And on March 31st of 1999, the judge found Anatoly Onoprienko guilty of 52 murders in a six-year period. It took the judge almost two days to read the entire verdict because of the sheer number of charges and victims. Anatoly was sentenced to death on the third day, but laws were still changing in the Ukraine. According to the judge, there was, quote, an unwritten moratorium on the death penalty, end quote, at the time. So death sentences weren't carried out. This, of course, outraged the public and families of the victims. But despite the fight to have Anatoly killed for his crimes, his sentence was reduced to life in prison when new written laws did not allow for the death penalty. And he was eligible for parole after 20 years. Ugh. 52 people. Parole after 20. Hmm. In prison, he claimed, quote, there is no doubt that I will escape from this jail. And when I do, the killing... You don't have to escape. They'll open the doors here soon. And when I do, the killing will be much worse, especially for people who insulted me. I always said I would kill 360, give or take 10. Hmm. Hmm. They should have just executed him. Well, here's a fun fact. <gasps> Yay! In March of 1996, a 26-year-old man named Yuri Mazzola was detained as a possible suspect of several of the murders. And over a three-day period, he was tortured with burning, electric shock, and beating by six SBU, which is Security Service of the Ukraine, SBU members, and a representative of the Public Prosecutor's Office. Mazzola refused to admit the crimes and died during the torture. The seven men responsible for his death ended up serving prison terms. And just 17 days later, Anatoly was caught. Man. So another man had to die for him. He didn't directly kill him, but he kind of killed him. Kind of. I don't know. He didn't know the guy. He didn't know he got picked up and was being tortured. I can't put that one on good old Annie. Yeah. Still pretty shitty that... Shitty, yeah. They could pick somebody up and just torture him for three days. Oops. But the man himself, Anatoly Onoprienko, the Terminator, died of heart failure. Oh, I thought he was going to say tuberculosis. No. Bummer. It's heart failure every time, hon. It is. Come it really up. is. At the age of 54, which is actually quite young for heart failure, on August 27th of 2013 in the Zydemir prison, never admitting to any murders while he traveled abroad maybe he didn't i mean if you to kill 12 people then go on a hiatus for six years and kill another 40 in the next three months then what would it have hurt to admit the people you kill when you're abroad he probably didn't kill anybody abroad it's kind of like in the movie um silence of the lambs when when jodie foster finds benjamin raspell's head you know hannibal is like I didn't kill him, I assure you. merely tucked him away very much as I found him after he missed three appointments. Hannibal Lecter, if he did it, he would have said he did it. He's already in prison. It wouldn't have mattered. He's already caught. He's already got his sentence and everything. If anything, he would just have to go back on fucking trial for the people that he would admit to killing while traveling abroad. If he's like, I killed 52 people, I don't regret it, and once I'm out of here, I'm going to kill again. What about when that gap when you were traveling abroad? Oh, no, I was just backpacking and stayed in hostels. I'd be like... Yeah, you probably did. Fuck, I mean, if there's any time to say it, it'd be now while you're spilling your guts to the guy that you want to speak to in charge. I don't think he was holding I I don't Unless think he was holding he out. was trying to keep from being extradited. What were where they he could do? actually face a death penalty. He probably knew in the Ukraine he wasn't going to be executed. But he could have been extradited somewhere else where they did have the death penalty. He doesn't strike me as a guy that reads up on shit. I mean, he seems like a guy that just simply doesn't give a fuck. I don't know. He thinks that he's part robot, so... Maybe he thought he wouldn't die because he's part robot. He's the Terminator. Yeah. He is part robot. Sex robot. Sex robot. Ooh! Sex robot. Sex robot. Sex robot. Sex robot. Sex robot. Sex robot. Okay. Woo! 
Good stuff. That's not like something we do before we have sex. That's from a show. It, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Go ahead, hon. We do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> you chuckle now. Yeah, so that's the Terminator. The Beast of Ukraine or Citizen Zero. Boom. Goes the dynamite. Citizen Zero sounds pretty cool. Yeah. He's dead, though, from heart failure. Totally dead. So dead. So dead. But, wow, 52 fucking people. As far as serial killers go, just just the serial, kill, the serial killer realm, you know, that's impressive. He's he's up there. It's up there. Damn. Yep. Wow. Ukraine has a few of them that are up there. I figured Anatoly was one that maybe hadn't been heard of as much. Because most people know who Chikatilo is. Yeah, plus Ukraine and Russia and all that stuff. They really don't let stuff get out. Especially Russia, for instance. They don't let most of the outside world know about the serial killers they have. They want to be seen as powerful, perfect Mother Russia. They don't They don't let that shit slip. They do let um, graphic pictures of people in death circumstances slip, though. Well, I mean, you're not going to get them all. I see a lot of pictures and videos from Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. The videos I see are from fucking Brazil. Put me down for never... Oh, yeah, the majority of... Put me down for never are, going to fucking Brazil. Yeah, most of them are from Brazil. If any of your listeners America. are from Brazil, I want you to know... You're the toughest motherfuckers I've ever known in my life. Yeah. Wow. Might as well be living in fucking dinosaur times, because anything can fucking kill you at any fucking time. Okay. Go to thegeekyclothing.com for any martinis and ricotta merchandise or t-shirts that I update almost fucking daily now. But right now we've only got the one t-shirt? Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll probably still be t-shirts. I don't want to work with mugs yet because I still got to work out the shipping details. Are we going to be offering the old t-shirt anytime? Do you want the old t-shirt back? I don't know. Do you guys want the old t-shirt back? I'll bring up the old t-shirt. I don't care. I like the new one better, but we'll do the old one. I don't care. That's cool. Whatevs. Yeah, go to thegeeky.com. That is the new website of Geeky Clothing. Back up and running. For all your apparel wants and needs. What? I might have a line on some stickers. That sounded like a retarded sentence. People like stickers. I can... I think I can work it out. Some, okay. guy, on, some guy on Washington Street. I'm supposed to be getting quoted a price. From my customer. The, the geeky clothing customer. The, one of the ones I have is... he's. Uh, he, we were talking about merchandising and stuff. And he was like, Oh, I, I like live next door to a guy that owns like a sticker factory. He was like, I could get a, I could get a price on a roll. And I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. He said, yeah. And I said, I could probably get, if we could get like a roll of Martinis and the Macabre podcast and Geeky Clothing apparel. And he was like, yeah, what we could do is I could take a roll and I could take another roll and give it to my girlfriend because she goes to Anderson every day. She'll put them up all over Anderson. He said, I'll just go to the university and put them up everywhere and deface all the fucking property. Fucking <laughs> put stickers up. I was like, you Don't just got to that. I was like, you just got yourself some free fucking t-shirts, buddy. <laughs> I've been wanting to do, um, yeah, some stickers. You can't put any on your car. I didn't say I was. I'm saying don't. I'm not. I told you that. What? That I couldn't put any on my car. Oh. Good talk. But I can buy magnets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Go to Geeky... TheGeeky.com. I keep wanting to say Geeky Clothing. I know. TheGeeky.com. Check out all the new shirts there. Had to cut back on some of the items, but lots of new shirts to make up for it. Awesome stuff. Go there. Buy there. Be there. Uh, there. There. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Martinis in the Macabre. And Twitter at Martini underscore Macabre. As always, you can visit our website, martinisinthemacabre.com. There's also a link on there where you can go directly to the giggy.com website. There's an about page, uh, a complete episode catalog. There's a contact page. If you want to contact us directly, you can email us questions, comments, Topic suggestions at martinisandthemacabre at gmail.com. 
Or contact us on Facebook or our Facebook uh, fan group, Friends Who Like Martinis in the Macabre. Yep. We are active on both of those. Where you'll see Heather Rottweiler's beautiful artwork. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. We appreciate her. We appreciate all of you guys that have been liking, sharing, interacting with us. You know, when we post something. Uh, Speaking it's, up. Yeah. It's, it's really fun to engage with you guys. We're really liking it. So keep that up. Keep sharing our page. If you can, please give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or any of the sites or apps where you actually get your podcast if they have the option to do so. It just kind of gives us a little bit of feedback on how we're doing, kind of bumps us up a little bit higher. And it makes us easier to find for other people. Yeah. So please do that. Five stars if possible. We'd appreciate that. It also makes us feel really good to hear from you guys and to know that we're not just talking to radio waves and there's nobody out there listening. (laughs) We really appreciate all of the ratings and reviews that we've gotten so far. We totally appreciate you guys for reaching that 25,000 mark. I think we're right on the 30,000 mark, like today. Hey! (laughs) So... Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it so much. Once again, going to add a song at the end from Phaser765. He also did the artwork for our thumbnail that you see with our episode every week. He also did the design for the new Martinis and the Macabre shirt that you can find at thegeeky.com. And the old one. Really, he did the old one too. Yeah, he did the old one too, technically. You can find him on YouTube, SoundCloud. He also has a Patreon if you search Phaser765. That's with a PH. A-Z-E-R-765. You can donate to him to help support his music and art. He's an awesome artist and musician. He's just an infinitely talented child. Yeah. Young man. Young man, actually. Can't say enough about him. He's amazing. Our little teenager. And his voice is dropping. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, I dropped him all. I was like, hey, I'll see you later. He was like, all right, bye. Damn. (laughs) His voice is deeper than mine. (laughs) I know. Damn! (laughs) I think that's it. We'll we'll be having a guest soon. Yeah. We've got an episode lined up and we'll have a guest back and and I've still got to find another Halloween themed one. Hmm... So, yeah, we've got some good stuff coming up for you guys. Hopefully it'll be funny and you'll enjoy it. It's a little more lighthearted than serial killer with 52 kills under his belt. But, yeah, we're trying to keep stuff rolling for you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you guys so much. And stay safe. Until next time, we'll see you in two weeks. Have a good night. Bye, guys.